Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we crossed to Tokyo, where um, isolating for the next couple of days was our old mate Justin Morehouse, yes. comedian. On, on, on the corporate jolly, as we told him. Yeah, yes. He's got a little gig out at the Olympics, uh, and uh, we found out what life was like for him. Um, we also um, spoke to Mark Cavendish, uh, Tour de France cyclist. Yes. Incredible feat over the last few weeks for Mark over at the Tour. His legs must still be aching. He's, oh. he's uh, just back... Quar- not quarantining, is he? He's having to isolate he's with his kids, isolate. all sorts. You know. But he was great. He was yeah, really fantastic. great, and uh, some achievement. He talked us through that, and we had a birthday spread, oh, which was an absolute joy. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. What's yeah. that? A bit of the hundred last night? Well, uh, yeah, I was, we're going to talk to Ricky Clark a little bit later on, get a player's perspective on it. I did watch it, and yeah. it was good for them because they got a good game. It was a really it was exciting a really good game. game. 12 for three, and then they won. That was good, yeah. wasn't it? A but... really, really exciting end to the match. So that was fantastic. It's going to be very difficult for the commentary teams. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was I was kind of cutting between Sky's coverage oh, and, yeah. and the BBC's coverage at different times to see. But essentially, they were giving it that same flavour, very kind of youth-orientated, yeah. get the kids involved. There were a lot of kids there. Apparently, a lot of tickets were given out to families and kids to give it that family yeah. feel. be interesting to see tonight when it's a men's game um, and you know people can have a beer if they want to. Yeah. Because the last hour of a T20, as any outfielder <laughs> will tell you, they can get a bit boorish. Yeah. You know, the crowd come in and they're fine at 6 o'clock. Boys are on the outfield. A few pints you know, in. And especially if you're, you know, you're, if it's, I tend to go to the games at the Oval or Lords, and if it's the away team, there'll be a bunch of Herberts there, mm. um, and they'll start getting into Herberts the, on the getting into the boys on the, getting into the boys on the boundary. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if the atmosphere is slightly different, but it was very family-oriented. Well, I've been quite negative about it, Paul, but yeah. you, you yesterday, you inspired me yesterday, Paul, to be positive about it, go into it. We love sport, we like watching sport, yeah. and I love watching cricket. So I sat and had a few pints watching it, and I sat outside watching it right. um, on my phone oh, yeah. um, and, and having a few pints. And then I thought, I wonder if it's actually cricket that I like, or do I just like drinking outside? <laughs> it's probably a bit of both. <laughs> and I do wonder if cricket is as popular as it is because people just like drinking outdoors. There's, 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 there is a constituency <laughs> that like that. Some go over the top. Um, but it is going to be difficult for the for the commentators. Um, Rob Key, in those first few moments, I'm not calling him out for this because it's understandable, 
small because it's this whole vocabulary you've lived your whole life with. Yeah. And you're suddenly told to kind of forget it. Yeah. So he, he, he was chatting to one of the bowlers before the game and said, how many overs, sorry, how many balls do you oh, expect to yeah. bowl? And, <laughs> Straight and away. And Phil Tufnell was on the BBC with, with Michael Vaughan and Isha. And uh, they were kind of chatting it through. But um, I think it was tough, tough as said, you know, bowling just short of a length. Yeah. I mean, you explain you know, because, that. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, I mean, there were times um, they talked, there was a stumping in the game. Okay. And Michael Vaughan told you what a stumping was. Not yeah. in a patronising way, it was dealt, dealt with very quickly. Yeah. But it's a bit like we said the other day with ITV Racing, the way they've approached it. Ed Chamberlain and, and the people behind it wanted to bring a fresh audience to yeah. it. And so there will be times when things are explained to you as a cricket fan and you think, well, yeah, I know that. But yeah, there might be people watching that don't. You know, the so thing, isn't it? You want more people to love the sport you love. So why not lead them by that? And I don't have a problem with that. Um, but they're going to use that kind of vocab. They can't help it because they've yeah, been talking, I, like, talking about cricket in that way for so long. I did just watch it and go, well, I love cricket. Everybody loves cricket. Yeah. So why... I, don't, I didn't understand five ball. I know you've got to fit it into a hundred balls, but I was just like, I don't understand why you have to have five yeah. ball overs. Just, just you can leave some things as they are. Do you don't want to well, change? Well, they're not five ball overs. Change well, whatever they're called. What are these overs of which oh, you speak? But you know what I mean. But, but like, you're not. Look, I'm not, and you're not. It's the not for me. Is it? You know, we'll it's watch not it. for me. I'll watch a game of cricket in the park. Yeah. Let alone. Uh, on yeah, the telly at the, the pint in your hand. Yeah, you just like drinking outdoors, Paul. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I'll go and get some cans from the offy. I'll, I'll climb over the fence, just and then walk, I'll go and watch a game. Just walking to work as a park, and I'll just go and get some cans. Yeah. <laughs> I think really it's the drinking, the cricket. <laughs> things you could do without the cricket, Charlie. Perhaps so they should just do that, just drinking outdoors. But, you know. um, but, well, but a I, trick there, I, I think it. they've missed yeah. Yeah. is making it mixed teams. I think I think yeah. it could have been men and women in one. I think you could, if you're going to really change it, play men, men and women in the same team. Okay, that would that's how I would have revolutionised the game to make it more accessible to everybody. Don't you, then you don't need a women's game and a men's game. You just have that the would game. Be bold. They are. St I mean, really, they are standalone sports. They're the same sports, but they're different. Yeah. obviously. And but you, you, you know, just you women, women can only bowl at women and men can only only, oh, only okay, bowl so at you men. Joffre. No, no, you're not. I mean, no, but, <laughs> but I just Wood. think I think that's how you could could have yeah. changed it to. Uh, um, you can have as many changes as you like. The fact, you know, I started to do uh, myths mm. about the hundred last night, which was good fun. They're all wearing jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so you to... started to tweet out. I did. Yeah. People were thinking because if they weren't watching it, if they were relying on that, yeah. Why? Well, it's odd that all the players are wearing quite thick jeans on yeah. a warm night. You know, they're having to have a tattoo when they come into bat. Yeah. Things like that. This isn't what I expected. <laughs> then I, we people were t tweeting me. You know, a hand grenade is, uh, and one of the balls during the over was very interesting. Tigers yeah. in the outfield. It got. Silly Paul, but silly, I did think did. we could have some of those okay, if people yeah. wanted to do that. For those that didn't see the 100, what were the great surprises uh, for you in the 100? But overall, as I said, you haven't got to convert me. Uh, I enjoyed it and I'll probably enjoy it tonight as well. And it was great that they got a good game and about 10, 12,000 people there. And uh, yeah, look, you know, I, we'll I, see. I, I like I like watching cricket. So I like, you'll get I like no complaints from I like me. watching sports. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, now, uh, just a real quick one as well. We talked yesterday about those. Um, Odd things that well, you say odd things. They're kind of trying to keep our Olympic um, athletes uh, feeling at home when they're in Japan, and mm. they've taken all sorts of things out there, like phone boxes, 
and uh, sofas and beds and uh, connect, giant Connect Four and Jenga, yeah. jelly babies, tea bags. They've taken loads of stuff. Home comforts. The old red phone box and all that. So there are certain things you do. Sometimes when people go away on holiday, they go away and they, they always try and have something that uh, they feel they have to take away with them. And the reason I bring this up, and I meant to mention it yesterday, is that my my old dad, my stepdad, he, he had this thing about getting a decent cup of tea. When I was going as a young kid, mm-hmm. going abroad yeah. to Spain and stuff on these package holidays. He, 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 he couldn't get a decent cup of tea yeah. in Spain, apparently. Yeah. The whole of... We it's just in not the, the same, son. No, it wasn't. So he used to take a small sort of camping gas thing. In the, this was in the days when you could take sort of, um, you know, butane on, yeah. a, on, a, on an airplane. <laughs> butane on a plane. On a butane Smoking on a plane. Smoking next to the butane. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, he used to turn up with it and he'd have his little Calagas heater and he'd make him in a sort of kettle yeah. and he'd make himself a cup of tea in the but room. It's not the heat that's the problem, is it? <laughs> no, but for the cup of tea. No, but well, you could, he thought that he could generate his own hot water. You know, right, this is yeah, he needed okay. to do oh, that. Okay, he needed this, this was in the days if you asked a Spanish hotel for a cup of hot water, you had no chance, <laughs> no chance. All right, so he'd take the complete. Yeah, he'd take his own tea bags. He'd take his complete tea making kit with him, which I always thought wow. was a bit odd. It's a bit too much for yeah, me. Was, that. Yeah. I can understand the tea bags. And you know your, your own sort of brand yeah. of tea bags in a certain caddy or something oh, no. like that. But, no, this was but the, for, the, the preparation. The, the boiling of the water doesn't if seem to me. If he could have got me. the cooker in, the, he would have taken that. <laughs> but we just wondered. Maybe there are some things in the other half, or, or the kids say to you, "What are you taking that for? <laughs> yeah. why, why would you ever need that? Well, they're a week." Um, let us know this afternoon. Yeah. What do you um, take on holiday? Yeah. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH. It's Olympics based. It's kind of sport. yeah, lovely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
do a little, did a little sketch. That and would then be just nice. Yeah, showed yeah. it. <laughs> no, who's that? Who's That's that? right. <laughs> Cary Grant, look at that. Tom Cruise, look at yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but you're like an artist. That'd be nice. Lovely, wouldn't it? Anyway, let's head to uh, Tokyo. Oh, um, yes, please. And catch up uh, with the comedian... Friend of the station, friend of the show, Manchester United fan, of course, Justin Morehouse. Justin, hello. Hi, hi. Good afternoon, evening. What time is it? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> You've not hi, been Justin. in the country long, have you, Justin? So, what what situation are you are you isolating at the moment, or what? Well, I felt I've been in the country for a long time. Can I just say mm. the whole process is done with typical Japanese brilliance, right? But it still takes a while, so. Okay. We had to do all sorts of tests before we set off, and obviously lateral flows, and I've had that many things shoved up my nose. I've thought I wanted Charlie's mate, you know, in comedy. <laughs> all them, all them wild guys. Yeah, it's crazy um, guys. Yeah, <laughs> crazy guy. I'm on about Sinex and of course, you yeah. know that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and so yes, we we're all clean as we went out, and you know, keeping distance from everybody before we went. We final tests before you get on the plane. You get on the plane, off you go, and then oh my goodness, <laughs> to get through. You know, immigration is bad enough whenever you land somewhere else, isn't it? Mm. Put in there, it's an Olympics thing. Put in there, we've got this uh, pandemic. Oh, my word. Bits of paper and all sorts. And the, the, the testing is very different in Japan. There's nowhere things up your nose. You have to spit into a tube. Oh, wow. Which is almost like a, a fairground game in itself. <laughs> it's quite a thin... And I don't know, I don't know if you've ever had to give a, a urine sample. Mm. Um but the same sort of thing happens. You get dry mouth nerves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're like, oh, I, can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. So then you have to wait for your number to get called and eventually you, you, you pass on that thing that you get through. So yesterday was quite a 24 hours of traveling really with all that. And then and then we have to isolate for three days in a, in a hotel. And um, if you've ever seen Lost in Translation, mm. uh, yeah. you will sympathize with my view now as I look across uh, Shiboya or Shiboya crossing um with all the neon wow so you're in a good you're in a good central spot then you're in you're in the you're in the heart of it all but you you're you're looking on from a window i literally can't go anywhere and tokyo i've been to tokyo a couple of times and if you've been you know it's it is you know the word metropolis was written for for this place wasn't it and Mm. uh, it's eerily quiet after after eight o'clock because all the shops are shut the bars are shut the restaurants are shut they are in a state of emergency at the moment so you know, there's very little on the roads where normally, you know, the, the, the streets would be thronged with people, especially on a warm summer's evening because it's really hot here. Uh, so people would come out later, wouldn't they? Mm. So you're there on a sort of corporate jolly, aren't you, um, Justin? And uh, how, how much of the games... Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> How much of the games are you going to actually Charlie, get to watch? Hang on a minute, Charlie. Can we just start, like, dial back on this? I'm here representing Team GB. Like of course, I, I do apologise. That's what I'm doing. I do yeah. apologise because, uh, of course... <laughs> Uh, the the amber the the shoot the shooting uh, amber t- hill t- amber hill she yeah. she couldn't go obviously have they tapped you on the shoulder so they've had a word. They, yeah <laughs> they, they 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 see me doing a bit of clay pigeon on a yeah. on a snag do yeah. was pretty good at it um, if they do start so, um, to drop justin i mean anything could happen you could be in the could be in the squad could be in the, the, squ- the squad well he's here <laughs> suddenly well he's here look we've got to use it's like an old ealing comedy isn't it <laughs> call for justin yeah and then he you do about six or seven, like alf tupper he does about six or seven events <laughs> i've got my own spikes yeah. <laughs> my own my own yeah forget daily's on later isn't he yeah, yeah i'm gonna do my own decathlon yeah um so so essentially so i mean it's really so tomorrow is the opening ceremony of course uh, so everyone's very excited. We've done our first recce today because we're allowed 
uh, our bubble is the hotel and the venue where we are working. So that's a very sterile sort of corridor mm. of, of place. So mm. we've, we've been today to, to see the, the setup, and it's above the Aston Martin garage. Ooh. I mean, it's so British in Japan. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, so we, we start work sort of like next week. And the, my job is uh, what they call uh, managing victory. So as, as athletes have finished competing, hopefully they've meddled, and that is a verb, by mm. the way. That's mm. what, you're allowed to use that verb. Meddled. Once they've meddled, mm. uh, they come through uh, the Team GB house, and uh, part of the process is that sponsors and things like that. And we're doing a little, we're doing a little TV program uh, on socials and media, you know, YouTube and all stuff like that, nice. where we chat to have a bit of fun. So, sort of, do you know what I mean? This is the real thing they've come for now. They've dedicated, you know, years and an extra year uh, to preparing for this. Then they get grilled by Morehouse on a, a sofa. You're, you're um, Davina McCall. A, you're Davina McCall. You just as they leave the Big Brother house. Of, which is the exactly. Olympics house. You're there. So what did you think? How did you think you got on? You know, <laughs> Oh, parole officer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the two. Yeah, so. Justin, we're talking... I'm really looking forward to it. We're mm. talking about... Um... Sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, it's here, fine. I've been on right? my own for like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Paul's dad used to take with him uh, full stove and full uh, stove and gas and heater, gas heater, so he could make a decent cup, cup of tea. tea. And, uh, and I know you're a, ve- a vegan, and you are um, yeah. big on your food. Your, your Instagram is big on your on your food yeah. and, and where you like to eat. Yeah. Have you taken anything with you that you're gonna in in your bag specifically for the trip? I have taken. I tell you what, I've taken mate. Google Translate app. Right. To see what, because uh, <laughs> you can normally guess at soy or something like that. But mm. when it's like squiggly lines, when it's in Japanese, you're not got a chance. So I'm using the Google Translate app to, to try and get some some food. But I mean, the service and I just, you know, it's a, it's a different. I don't know if you've ever been to Japan, Paul. But um, I've not. No, I've never it, been. I've never oh, it's, I, I genuinely, you know, I'm not a well-travelled person, but I've been here a couple of times before, and it. Blows your socks off. It's it's a diff. It's one of them places where you think you know it, and you walk around and you feel it feels familiar because it's so many films and things like that. Mm, but yeah. it's it's so different than anything we would normally see in West. It's kind of like very Western, but very Eastern at the same time. Mm. I mean, I'm not really doing it just am I? <laughs> <laughs> the Tokyo Tourist Board, <laughs> Western and Eastern. I think bus- I think they've already got that one in Turkey, <laughs> where he speaks. They probably have. Yeah, uh, Andy yeah, Jacobs yeah. when he went said. Finding your way around was difficult because street signs aren't in English. And normally around the yeah. Olympics, there would be lots of signage. But because because no one can travel, there was no real need no, to do that. Or no oh, have they no done it, Charlie? Is it a bit more accessible because it's Olympics time or not? Uh, I don't know because we just get in a car and we get taken there by, yeah. by fixers. Right. Uh, Cor- so corporate jolly. See, corporate jolly. <laughs> Do you know my favourite thing? My, this is my favourite story so far. So we're out. I'm, I'm out here working with uh, DFS, who are mm. one of the uh, principal sponsors of Team GB. Yeah. And um, two, two of the girls who came, who are brilliant, Emma uh, and uh, Claire, who I've worked with before, um, they changed on the plane as we got off the plane. They changed from their plane clothes, their, what they've been wearing on the plane. Not they weren't wearing plain clothes. Well, plain clothes. They were yeah. they yeah. wearing in uniform. They, they were in plain clothes. Yeah. yeah, they changed their travel outfit to mm. uh, some of the Team GB garb they've been given, oh. so because they thought it'd help them get through quicker. They just got put into a room with a load of athletes and had to quarantine for longer. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you got your Shelly on? Have you well, got? Are you wearing yeah. your Shelly, Justin? Are you in the Team GB uh, vest? Outfits? Your vest. I've got. I've got some Team GB stuff. Nice. I've got some, yeah, I've got some clothes. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Don't try and shop for clothes if you're, I mean, 
any size, but my size in particular. Mm. I mean, the only place I'm going to go is Sumo's Arrows because they don't really. <laughs> I'm reminded of when I went to see Charlie once down near where he lives in his lovely Oxfordshire village. <laughs> I called him to Bista Village, you know, yes. the outlet. Place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't get anything there that fits you unless you are Japanese. No, it's <laughs> tiny, everything's tiny. It's like yeah. Zara, you're gonna only fit the shoes in Zara. <laughs> I thought you meant, I thought you meant the member of the royal family. No, 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 no. <laughs> she, speaking of Olympians, she loves her business. Oh. Well, look, we're glad we were Nicely. able to give you a little 10 minute break. And so, um, what are you, what are you, what you, how are you filling your time watching telly or what? Are you, what are you watching up? telly, watching telly, doing a bit of writing. Nice, no, I mean, always say that. Yeah. Charlie will tell you this. Whenever we, whenever we travel, yeah. whenever we travel, if, if people are bored of you, they go, I've got to go to my room now. They've either got to do their accounts yeah. Yeah. or they're writing. I've yeah, got, got some writing to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, but my second favourite thing that happened, I'll tell you this, because I know you, you probably need to go now and mm. talk about something more important than myself, but <laughs> um, a guy comes up to me in the airport, the, the official dignitary to take us up, and he, he walks up to me with a sign, and I don't look at the sign, he looks at me and looks at the sign, you know what I'm saying, say you are, he goes, Alistair Brownlee? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> quite. <laughs> I could Alistair probably do the cycling. Easy off season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he brought, yeah. Hey, you, you know could... what? He brought his own bike. Did he? He couldn't even get in a lift. Yeah, he had to push his own bike through. Wow, well, well, the, the triathlon, yeah, well, yeah, you have yeah. to have it, wouldn't you? So his yeah. brother can't come. Got, got done, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. His brother got done for for dunking. Another. Oh, person right. in the swim, whether he did it or not. Well, we'll never know. We'll never know. Never know. Um, Justin, Thanks, we, Justin, we'll catch up with you later. And uh, uh, yes, let's hope you get through the Sayonara. next 48 hours and, uh, and enjoy yourself. We'll speak to you soon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, good afternoon. It's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Birthday spread coming up a little bit uh, later on. Uh, Andy Jacobs, Jeff Peters joining us as always for that one. But first, we're going to talk cycling. And it's quite hard to put into context just what Mark Cavendish achieved on the, on the Tour de France ended at the weekend. He wasn't even, even due to be in the Tour. No. It was a, a, a last-minute uh, call-up to that. Uh, has fought back from a debilitating illness um, and went into the tour. I don't know what his expectations were. We will find out in a few moments' time. But um, he won his uh, second green jersey, won four stages and equaled uh, the great Eddie Merck's record for Incredible. most stage wins. Um, he's had a few days to dwell on it. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, I think he's having a quarantine at the moment, so he joins us now. Hi, you, Mark. Hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. Things, yeah, I suppose I, some people say, oh, you know, I've got quarantining driving me mad, but you're probably quite enjoying a little bit of quiet time, aren't you, after the last few weeks? That's quite nice, actually. Yeah, I just got back yesterday. I had to do this, like, little race on Tuesday. Mm. Uh, it's kind of the hometown of, of where my team is. And uh, then we got back. But, yeah, it's, it's nice to be back. But I've got four kids, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have three days with them is harder than three weeks on the Tour de France. I have this theory, actually, that a lot of sports are invented by men to get away from their families for as long as possible. <laughs> a five-day test match and also a three-week cycling race. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is a pattern for me there. That's very true. So I, I, I suppose in football terms, you did a Denmark, um, almost. Um, yeah. I mean, I do wonder if that had a bearing on it. The fact that you... Did that take any pressure off, or was when you were there, was the pressure like it always was? Or was it, you know, look, I wasn't expecting a beer, let's make the best of it, or is that too simplistic? Yeah, it was like that. It's how the last 
kind of couple of years have been for me to be fair like during most of my career you know i, I, I won everything that i tried you know mm. and so it was always like the news was never if i won it was only if i lost really and that that kind of added the pressure and then yeah the last years obviously i was i was i was sick i had epstein bar virus i had depression and like all sorts going on and mm. i was on a recovery road back i was always i was told i should retire you know and yeah. uh so there's no pressure there was no expectation and uh but i would never have gone if i didn't think i could be competitive you know i mean the the strongest team in the world and uh and i knew we could go and be competitive and yeah obviously took the opportunity to go and uh once i'd won the first one then uh then the pressure come back but uh that was nice you know and like the euros were on england was doing well mm. and uh you're in your little bubble there but uh you know you feel support and everyone's on a high aren't they so yeah what is it about your specific physical makeup mark that makes you good at sprints is there something particularly to, about you physically that that that, that makes it work for you because you know i'm not being rude you're not getting any younger and you're still super fast <laughs> um, i don't know first and foremost i think the actual scientific makeup i'm quite small so i'm aerodynamic you know yeah. and uh, likewise being small i've got small man syndrome so i'm angry you know uh, <laughs> i've got i've got fire in my eyes to to try and win you know and uh, i think that's it i just i just like winning you know i missed it the last years and uh it was just it, it was nice to be back like the tour de france is like the biggest annual sporting event on the planet. It's yeah. bigger than any bike race. Like I built mm. my life around it and it gave me the life I have. And uh I don't know, it just it it just means so much to to go there that you you, you just give every every little little uh, drop of energy you have for it. Yeah. You know? It appears to be so relentless, the Tour de France. The the, the, the oh. distance you're covering day in, day out, up enormous mountains and mm. sprint finishes when you're in it are you riding on an adrenaline and and just you you do you think about the whole three weeks or is it a day at a time how do you how do you manage that yeah over over the years i've learned to cope with you just take it day by day you know you obviously have to manage your say say you've got a, a cup of energy you have to manage that cup so it's not mm -hmm. empty you know halfway through so you have to always think of the day after and what's coming up but uh you take each day 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 by each each stage day by day and like it's quite like things are quite scientific now you can work out what power you're going to work out, how many watts you're going to produce throughout the stage or on the climbs and stuff like that and right that don't make it easy like you know when, when you see the numbers you got to put out you know it's not going to be nice at all you know but uh what's what's special is that like it's a team sport like it's hard to put cycling in the context of the team sport because obviously one one person crosses the line first yeah but the, the best analogy to put it into is like like normally a striker scores scores goals. They'll probably get the bigger endorsement deals, the higher paycheck and that. But uh, you know, they it's quite rarely they'll get they'll get it with without a setup, you know, or an assist, you know. And uh, and cycling's are and you, the the guy actually I probably do the least work of, of all the guys in the team. It's just mm. I have that pressure on my shoulders to deliver at the end sure. of it. And sure. uh, I have a like amazing team what like they deliver me in the sprints, you know, they ride in front of me, like keep me out of the wind, keep me sheltered so I can save energy for the sprint. And then in the mountains, they they protect me, do the same. We're just at a much slower pace, you know, so I can get through as mm. as, uh, as best as possible. 
Those listening that didn't follow the tour will maybe think um, we, we said you equaled Eddie Merck's record. There was an opportunity going into the Champs Elysees to, mm. to beat it. Got boxed in. Well, exactly. People may think, well, maybe the legs couldn't go one more last time. But you were in good shape. You were in a good position, weren't you? Uh, a couple of uh, kilometres. You know I was in a bad position. But another couple, two or three uh, kilometres well, out, you weren't in bad <laughs> nick. You, you seemed, you seemed like you know it was still on at that stage, wasn't it? I, mate, with a less than a kilometre go, I was in a perfect position. Mm. I was on my lead up man's wheel, the final guy that delivers me. Yeah. And another team came, um, with the eventual winner, and I found the the eventual winner's wheel, and I thought that's a perfect wheel to be on. So I, I left my own lead up man to to follow that guy. And then another team, yeah, their plan was to box me in. I was like, they, I talked to them about it afterwards. Oh, yeah. they, they, they said, yeah, it was our, our plan. The only way to beat you is to not let you sprint. So actually, I didn't even sprint on Sunday. I was just sat there in a, in a box, like, like a, you know, like, you know when you, you put a cat in a box to take it to the vets and it starts, like, lashing out? Like, that's, <laughs> that's how I can't help, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, it was well the final. It, it it changed this year. So it used to always be 300 meters from the final corner, the mm. finish line. On the Champs Elysees, it was always the same finish line for for 40 years, you know. And uh, they changed it this year and they put it further out, like 700 meters after the finish. And actually, I'm so used to doing that sprint. I've won there four times, and uh, yeah, I'm so used to doing that sprint as riding for 300 meters out that, that in the end. Uh, yeah, it was that that was ingrained in me that kind of uh, I lost it. But yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter, you know. Like, like you have the initial disappointment of of losing a stage, but uh, we got the green jersey out of it. We we won five stages for the team. I won four of them, and yeah. it was a successful Tour de France. You yeah, know? yeah, very successful. Eddie Merckx himself has has reacted to it. He told a nice story I was reading the other day that. Uh, he said uh, when Mark stayed at my house, which he did with some uh, other riders during the criteriums, he was the only one who cleaned his room, left it neat and tidy. <laughs> he's a gentleman of real politeness. And uh, so, yeah, he says nice things about you. No, he's, he's nice. He's like, I'm proud to be at home, a friend, you know. Mm. Like, uh, I've known Eddie a, a while. He was obviously every young cyclist is their hero growing mm. up and there. Uh, He's Belgian. I, I had the most successful years of my career with, with my current team, the Quick Step. I was with them for three years uh, earlier, earlier on, from 13 to 15, and uh, and I had most, some of my most successful years there. And and I got to know Eddie really well. And uh, now it's really nice. Like honestly, like people have talked about this record for a while because it was kind of it wasn't even something I planned to do. It was just that I'd done everything else, so they found something else. Do you know what I mean? It was a way to kind of put in what I did at the like point of perspective, what I do at the Tour de France. And like, you can't compare Eddie Merckx and myself, you know, like we're, uh, we're, uh, we're different bike riders, mm. you know, it was just a number it just so happens that it's both our names that uh, have that number. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's probably sick of the question of, of the record as I was, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Did you have an Eddie Merckx bike growing up? A lot of people had those, didn't they? A lot of the, the, I didn't. The I've 501 got Reynolds frame. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was a little bit after it. Like. Oh, yeah, of course. So the yeah. question everybody's been asking you in the last few days, and you, you know, is you're going to go for it again? I mean, you know, it's probably a bit too soon to answer that. How are you, how are you feeling physically now? Do you feel any different post-tour, post post-big event than you normally do? Uh, like I think that was my thirteenth Tour de France, and every one the days after you're like, never doing that again, never. <laughs> like what a stupid event that is, like you know. <laughs> and then, uh, 
yeah, by by now, by the Thursday after, you're like, well, I can't wait for next year. <laughs> and it's just like that. Like, um, I don't know. We'll see what what happens. Obviously, it's it's a year away yet. Um, it'd be nice to, but uh, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm 36 years old now. Um, I'm not getting any younger. Mm. Um, but I still enjoy. I still enjoy riding my bike and uh, still enjoy racing. So. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Enjoy the racing, just just not really the pressure. So. Yeah, ne- nearly a mammal now, middle-aged man in life. Yeah. Now it's yeah. you now. Just be Sunday holding the traffic up. I've got I've got the gut to make me a proper one. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, get on the beers, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them only do it for the cake. Stop. <laughs> well, congratulations, Mark. Absolutely fantastic, and uh, we do hope you'll be back next year. Good to talk to you. All the best. Enjoy your your enforced break, but I'm sure you'll be have a good time with the family. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Cheers, Take care. Mark Cavendish there, incredible. Uh, yes, that um, 34 stage wins equaling uh, the great Eddie Merckx and four stages in another green jersey. It's yeah. quite amazing. I don't think you really? can underestimate how difficult the Tour de France is. Those yeah. mountains are unbelievable. Mount Ventoux, have you ever seen? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. how they we, do we it. I've no a idea. whole book about. Uh, yeah, we, we, we spoke to the author of the MIT. Oh, it's really? really? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. I've been asking you this afternoon about some of those weird and wonderful things you tend to take away with you mm. on holiday or when you're travelling. You think, well, why, why do you need that? Um, Gab Cancello uh, says, uh, when my dad's cousin visited us from Italy in the mid-70s, she arrived with two suitcases, one with the clothes, the other full of delicacies like sausages, salami and cheese. <laughs> Lovely. That would be great on the old Aussie Border Force show, would she? Wouldn't <laughs> Welcome, down well. welcome in my house. She, she also bought bottles of Italian water as she heard English water was terrible to make coffee with. Wow, well, that is belt they, they and braces. Do, the thing is, they do make good coffee in Italy, so she might have a point. Yes, yeah, she could well be. I remember the first time I ever went to the San, the San Siro to go and watch a game. thought I'd go and get a coffee at oh, half yeah, time. It was a cold night. Got the old Gaggia on. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you a proper spray. It was yeah, fantastic. Best coffee you've ever had in yeah, your life. It was, it was like going to Bar Italia, but at a football match. Well, it was, was dust in a, yeah, in a yeah, click pack. Not someone giving you molten lava. <laughs> with some dust floating on the some top of it. No, it was. It was quite a shock. They, they yeah, take yeah. it seriously. I've been told off, Paul Charlie, when something is really difficult, e.g. cycling up a mountain, mm. it's impossible to overestimate how difficult it is. I think I said it's impossible to underestimate. Oh, OK. When it, when what it was that? You're saying are in League it is, 2. It is possible to one. underestimate it. To go, yeah, it's quite easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look that hard. I did say, and also, yes, yeah. apologies to Morgan fans. You, congratulations on your promotion to League 1. I do apologise. But yeah. League 2 is full of non-league. He lumped you in with... League 2 is full of non-league two. sides. It look, doesn't look very good this season. OK. <laughs> National League's where it's at. Right, OK. Well, there that's we all eyes on. Lovely the thought for the day on the front of the star today. Oh, Paul, yeah. Which is nice. Um, happy Belgium Day to the most boring country in the world. That's what they've <laughs> said on the front of the star. Really? Today, what, thought, Belgium? Thought for the day. It's normally like a sort of prayer, isn't it? Or, you know, a yeah. stitch in time saves nine, they say. Yeah. Well, a bit harsh, harsh on Belgium. <laughs> a bit harsh good, on Belgium. Are good times in Belgium? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's not... all right, isn't it? Yeah. It's all right. Okay. I've, been, I've done a couple of things You're in trying Brussels. Trying to get a column for the star, right? <laughs> no, but okay. I'm just saying. I thought that was a bit, bit cruel. Front, front page. Thought for the day. Brussels, Brussels beer festival. I tell you what, it's oh, coming up. So oh, it probably won't be coming up the way things are. At the white moment, beer, but is it? White we beer. went. We had a little gentleman's trip there, and uh, a gentleman's in the, in trip the sort of <laughs> in the sort of grand place. In the they just turn it into a, a massive beer festival. Oh, it's absolutely sensational. Ho Garden, things like that. Is that, is well, that it was, Belgian well, it was, beer? It was, all, it was lots of lots of different breweries from around the world. Once again, drinking outside. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just there's no cricket being played. <laughs> no cricket being played, but they call it a but, festival, a honestly, drinks drinks festival. It's basically just men standing outside was, uh, drinking it, very it, very it good was, it was a joy 
Um, on the subject of taking team-making facilities on holiday, my dad, says Paul, um, put himself in charge of packing the bag so oh, he could yeah. get the hot leaf-based beverage ingredients safely stowed away. On one occasion, my mum was horrified to find that in order to pack everything in, he had stuffed her knickers into a small metal teapot. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't help the flavour. Oh, Paul, oh, no need enough. for that. Didn't need the last bit. Oh, dear. There we are. We've got to find some good way to pack, isn't it? Roll yeah. it up. Marie, what's that Marie Kondo she'd have done that wouldn't she oh yeah you see that's right. she rolls up your pants yeah. Does she? Put, put them in a teapot she offers a, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's not right sure pull them out right. like Aladdin like a genie in Aladdin <laughs> put them out through you've the, got three wishes pull your underpants <laughs> not with those knickers underpants <laughs> through the spouts anyway leave it Charlie <laughs> leave it um, anything else you want to tell me about today yeah Frederick Forsyth oh yeah you know the, he, what, what, he's done all not sorts the of the plumber Day yeah. of the Jackal that was his main one wasn't yeah, it that was a main book. book yeah 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 he's 82 he says he can't get through 10 pages of any any book or novel Right. <laughs> of the last 20 Not even years. 10 pages. Just can't, just can't get into it. Right. Can't okay. get into it. You can sort of imagine that with doesn't Frederick grip Paul's him. He says, doesn't, doesn't want it, but Day of the Jackal, that's a good film, isn't it, Paul? It was, yeah. yeah not, seen, not seen it for years, no, Charlie. Not seen not it. Seen, maybe I've seen it, but not yeah. seen it for years. Well, I, I will, I'll, I'll I will I'll be right up your street. Yeah, well, no, it's a, it's a, it's a corker. Um, one of the sad things about the Olympics, as we've seen it in, in football, of course, yeah. is that the athletes... Won't have, they won't get their medals presented to them. They'll have, well, they'll have to kind of put their own medals round their necks. So I yeah. suppose they'll have to take them off of a box and say, winning gold for Team GB, Adam Peaty, and then he'll hold it, and then he'll just have to take it off of a box and just sort of stick it round his own <laughs> Shake neck. Shake his own hand. Yeah. Kiss I mean, himself on the cheek. It's a great... I mean, you haven't got to play... I don't think they'll have to play their own anthem on a kazoo. Sing it themselves. It's just... It's, it's, a, it's a shame, isn't it? Raising the flag like they're a cub, putting yeah. the flag up themselves. Yeah. There was a very interesting piece today in, in the Telegraph. They spoke to a bunch of people who've won gold medals and asked them where they keep their oh, gold yes, that's medals. That's always nice, isn't it? And uh, from Duncan Goodhue, Mark Lewis, Francis, Sally Gunnell, Greg Sell, Johnny Sell. And yeah. most of them, the general consensus was in a drawer. Um, uh, in either in sort of underwear drawer, sock drawer, yeah. drawer at home. In a teapot? Uh, no teapots. <laughs> um, uh, Duncan Goodhue in a safe. Well, yes, well, yeah, well but, done, Duncan. That seems. Where would you keep yours, Paul? Just, I'd uh, wear it. I just wear it constantly. Have it yeah. on. I, I, I knew somebody who, uh, who, who knew a bit of knew Sir Steve Redgrave, and he went into this. He was a teacher, and he went into the uh, Sir Steve went into the school, yeah, and showed all his medals to the kid, kids, and uh, and then about a couple of days later, he phoned him up and he said. I, you haven't seen Barcelona, have you? I can't find it. <laughs> he just oh, no. have, he got it back, but they just <laughs> so the kids. Because when you've got that many, it's quite difficult to store, yeah, isn't I've it? No, no, the kids didn't have it away. <laughs> Some kid <laughs> cock of the, walking around the old playground. What proud do you mean, of This is when I won the. I won this in Barcelona. Fours. You weren't even born. <laughs> Detention. <laughs> but so, I'm a gold medal winner, miss. <laughs> <laughs> I represent. I'm the, the greatest thing this school's ever done. The greatest Englishman ever, they say. <laughs> anyway, birthday spread coming up next. Mm. Can Charlie do better than Max? It won't be difficult, but let's find wow. out uh, as Andy Jacobs and Jeff Peters joins us. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Yes, it's that time again. It's time for the birthday spread. Ten birthdays of the week, not of the day. 
and Annie Jacobs has got a gilt edge gag for each one of them. Oh, um, we've got to try and guess how old they are. And uh, a margin of error will build. The one with the shortest margin of error after the ten birthdays, who's come closest with each birthday, is the winner. Um, I, I'm, I can't. It's been a couple of weeks. I can't remember the score. But uh, Max Rushton normally plays this. Uh, he's sunning himself on a beach. Mm. Uh, Charlie Baker is in for him. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Charlie. Big opportunity for you, Charlie, this yeah. afternoon. If it goes well, you could be coming in every week at this slot. <laughs> wow. Well, we see, how the, see how the jokes go. That's what I'm yeah, most that's, interested well, I'm saying. Well, they're not really jokes. Oh. <laughs> Can I them? I've seen that Edinburgh show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff Peters keeps the score. Good afternoon, Jeff. There's that phone yes. again. Jeff's in his East Midlands nerve centre. Oh, right. It's, it's quite it's busy. A, it's Paul 21, Max 3. But, of course, this is Paul nil, Charlie nil. So it's, it is. Uh, it's a, a clean slate. Can you tell us who normally starts? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit vague on the rules. Is it normally the winner kicks off or the loser starts, Jeff? Can you remember? I think we just make it up as we're going along. Okay, then. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. kick it off, Charlie. Mugs off, you... we call that. I'll give if, you, mugs if, the, off. if it's the loser starts, mugs off. I'll, always I'll give you a marker, Charlie. Okay. I'll kick it off. Okay. We're, we're always joined by Pele at this point, who, uh, who supplies oh, yeah. the music. Um, so, Andy, what's the there first birthday this week? Well, it's uh, music. It's a very happy birthday to the guitarist and rock musician Carlos Santana. And uh, yeah. I used to play football with Carlos, actually. He's one of the dirtiest players I've ever seen. Really naughty tackles. He used to leave his foot in. I said to him, Santana, you've got to change your evil ways. That's nice. Yeah, very, very, very nice. <laughs> Wrong song, but never mind. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all Santana. Memo he, incoming. He's played. He's, he's, he's working at the disco end, uh, is Jeff. I'd say Carlos Santana, probably about 70... Seven. I'm going to go 77. I was thinking early 70s. Oh, OK, Charlie, what do you reckon? I was thinking. Um, but now I'm thinking, is he 80? Is he one of those ones who's... He's, quite, he's one of those time travellers, isn't he? He's been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go 81. 81. Uh, what is he, Andy? Not bad. At least you've heard of him. I don't think Max has ever even heard of him. But he's uh, 74. <laughs> oh, 74? Okay, you did say 74. What's that done with the scores, Jeff? Well, Paul is three out and Charlie is seven out. So it's three play seven. Three play seven. Now, Charlie... Charlie will lead off this time. Okay. Andy. OK, very happy birthday to the cricketer, Surrey in England, and Oval Invincibles, Jason Roy. Mm, Jason. And I'm looking forward to Roy. a poetry reading Jason's. Yes, a poetry reading Jason's doing, featuring the work of the early 20th century anti-war poet, Siegfried Sassoon. Yes, there's nothing lifts the spirits like a bit of Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Love, that was lovely. Yeah. Bit of 28, 28 years old. That's a good guess. Yeah, I'll go... I'll go... I'll go 27. 31. Ooh, is he really? He always, he's boyish, isn't he? He's, he wears that helmet all the time. Play forever, don't they? See what he looks like. Yeah. So, um, what's that done to? What's that done to the scores, Jeff? It closes the gap. So Paul four out. Mac, uh, Max. Wow, wow. Uh, Charlie three out. Kicking how quickly teeth. they forget. Um, He'll be Paul, pleased with the <laughs> Paul is on seven, and Charlie is on ten. Okay. Okay, okay right. third birthday, first. very happy birthday to the actor from Drop the Dead Donkey and many other fine comedies, Jeff Raw. Mm. Jeff Raw. Yeah. And uh, we used to interview him, actually, but he only ever wanted to come on when he was promoting something, so I had to put a stop to it. I said, I've had enough of these raw plugs. Hey, oh, I've had enough of these raw plugs. Drilled yeah. down on that one, didn't you, Andy? You really <laughs> <did>. <laughs> yeah. oh, they, the There's a lot of science in it. for all the tradespeople out there. 
Two for one rule we'll plugs at Wix. Nice, okay. Well, we don't know that's a fact. Because or Selco. You say that. Well, no, because you're actually making it worse. Because people will now go in there and say, well, I heard it on TalkSport. Take a notice of that. Do not go in either of those stores and Jeff ask rule. for two for one. Jeff rule. Because he's making it up. I'm first this time, Charlie. Yeah, okay. It's the anarchy, the level of anarchy. I don't know what I prefer, the anarchy of Charlie or the, the mad game face of Max Rushton. Um, I'd say a Jeff Rawl, um 73. What do you think, Charlie? I think he's 77. 77, okay. What is it, Andy? He's uh, 70. I was oh, surprised I was younger okay. myself. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember. I would have thought yeah. it was a long time think, ago. Well, well, Drop Dead Donkey was 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been yeah, about 90s 30 in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's true. There was science in our guesses. Oh. What's that done the scores, Jeff? Mm. Paul is three out. Charlie is seven out. Paul on to 10. Mm. Charlie on 17. Oh, it's very much a competition. Charlie yeah, will kick us off with to this play for you. Birthday number Okay, four, uh, this it's Roger Hunt, the uh, Liverpool oh, player, yep. of course, member of the 1966 World Cup winning team, yeah. Roger Hunt. I just bought an antique toilet that once belonged to Roger <laughs> from <laughs> Jeff Hurst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff told me, Roger said it was good, and I've gone on that for 55 years. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> you knew where it was going. I'll tell you, it was a tap <laughs> <in there. laughs> Obviously. It was a tapping, but Roger never dealt in tapping. Okay, I'm going to say he is 79. That's good. I was going to say 78. I'll stick with what I was going to say. So what is he? He's 83, believe it. No, again, he's looking good. He was. He came in only a couple of years ago, didn't he? And he's still, he's still looking great, back. Nick. Yeah. Very good score so yeah, far. I, I, uh, Paul is on fi- sorry. Paul is on fifteen. Charlie is on twenty-one. Yeah, sorry, Annie. Mm. No, no. I watched that the other day with the the World Cup in colour, and I, Roger's reaction. He does. He sees it's a goal. He just yeah. turns straight away. Just He's not right trying to get that. in the old lines when the referee's head by celebrating, mm. is he? I mean, we, you know. Anyway, no, well, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's the uh, rock drummer. Uh, I've never heard of him, but I suspect mm. Paul has the rock drummer Jack Irons. Mm. Jack Irons. Although I do know his cousin Ulysses. He's a massive West Ham fan. You Irons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jack Irons. The dance is probably Jack saying, Irons. you know Jack Irons. I don't think I do know Jack Irons. You don't know Jack about Irons. I don't know. I don't. Uh, Jack, I, I'm going to have a complete guess, uh, Jack Irons. A rock drama, Jack could, Irons. I mean, Jack's it could be anything, could, could be 20, could be yeah. 60. This is this is a difficult one. one. This, is a, this is probably Max knows who Jack Irons is, and he'll be going mad on <laughs> his poor missus. He's going to spend all night going, Finally. I knew Jack Irons. <laughs> I knew Jack Irons. And he'll be a broke up. I, I can't eat my dinner. I just want to go. <laughs> um, I'd say he is, I don't know, I'm going to just, 64. Mm, I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 58. <sighs> good guess, 59. Get oh, in. Come fantastic. on. Fantastic. Come well, on. What's the score, Jeff? At the halfway point, very exciting. Paul is five out with that guess. Mm. Charlie, one out with that guess. It's 20, plays 22. Paul is in the lead Ooh. by just two. I tell you what, it's so refreshing to have some proper competition in this game. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. A proper contest. Anyway, we'll leave it there. It's half-time. Uh, there's oh, just half-time two in it. There, okay. What a competition it is. Two and, away. Uh, uh, see how you're getting on at home. Let us know. Um, and uh, we'll continue very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Top professional drummer uh, Craig Blundell's been in touch. Uh, uh, Jack Irons, founder of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, very good, yeah. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, yeah we should flee on bass. Maybe we should have known, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah. And, you uh, said you used to go Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. And, used to, uh, someone else. and the other one. Yeah. You're saying? Plus one. Make him feel special. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said you used to go out and play um, as Red Hot Chili Peppers covers. As a teenager, I had a teenage band, like lots of people. We were called Gordon's Alive. Gordon's Alive! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we used to do Jimi Hendrix and uh, Chili Peppers covers. Yeah. Nice. yeah very good. Fantastic. Don't know if, uh, th- we'll bring a tape in next week? No, I don't even got any tape. Probably is a tape, actually. Probably, probably is a C90. <laughs> bring the C90 in. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, we've got the birthday spread. We're halfway through. It's it's some um, competition. Um, I'm 20 out on the five birthdays. Um, and Charlie is 22. He is up next. Andy Jacobs has got the gags and the birthday. Jeff Peters is keeping the score. Pele. Here we go, then. Uh, next birthday. Yes. We get the second half underway with mm. Vin Diesel, the actor Vin mm. Diesel. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, when yeah, Vin yeah. comes to uh, England now, he prefers to stay outside of central London. As a sufferer of uh, <laughs> terribly bad indigestion, every time he broke wind in the West End, Diesel had to pay £12.50 oh. for trumping in an ultra-low emission zone. <laughs> and yes, far too graphic. We really saw that coming from about, um, from about three streets <laughs> away, that <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Anyway, Vin Diesel. Probably older Vin than he looks. Vin Diesel, yeah. Is it 103. No, 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 it's you next, Charlie. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to say 55 for yeah, Vin Diesel. Probably is. Playing, still playing the, 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 the old bold Ed, it keeps you young forever. Does it? Yeah, you Oh, it does. Yeah. Take, you, take, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, very much it does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeff there. Uh, I'd say, uh, yeah, 50, 54. I'm sorry, I'm not, oh, I'm not on your coattails. The old one no, under but I just things. think you're right, Charlie. Okay. You're good right. at this okay. game and you're guessing well. So what's the score? What is it? Yes, sorry, both of you spot on, really. 54. For 54. Oh, okay. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. direct hit for, for mm, Paul. Nice. Charlie, one out. So 20 to Paul, 23 Ooh, to Charlie. Okay. Still nothing in it, though. I'm next. Here we go. Yeah, we've got some tricky ones now. OK, oh. it's the film director, Paul Verhoeven. Oh, yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Paul, and I, Paul and I used to do a great... Greco-Roman wrestling together. Did you really? And uh, one week, yes, we did. One week we were joined by a Burnley in England centre-half. I was the lead instructor and Paul would then mentor our guest. And after one complex move, I said, roll over for Hoven and tell Tarkovsky the news. <laughs> I'm leaving now. That's a sense. That's very good. I've always wondered why you don't do the successful feature daily. And I've realised because it takes Andy a week to write the joke. We used to, we used to do it back in the day every day. Yeah. Oh, no. up to ten every day. Nearly killed him. Well done, Andy. It was very good. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven. Um, uh, Showgirls, was that one of his? Mm. Yeah, I'd I say... I have you've seen that one. Uh, well, you know, just from an artistic point of view. I'd say 16, 67. Mm, I was going to go up there, yeah. I'm going to say 72. You know what? He's 83. Oh! <laughs> Paul Verhoeven. OK, so what's mm. that done to the scores, uh, Jeff? Paul, you are 16 out. Mm. Charlie, you are 11 out. Is it? it is now... Mm. Paul 36, yeah. Charlie 34. Charlie in the lead by two with three to go. Oh, what a game. What a game. What a game. Okay, Max's uh, tenure in trouble here now. Okay, it's uh, the composer, Jonathan Dove. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Dove. And uh, him and his brother used to play <laughs> wide right and wide left for our local team. We won. <laughs> we won. I love it because Charlie can guess these already. We won everything that season. But then a new manager came in and played 3 5 2. They left and we won nothing. Oh, oh for the wings of the doves. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you know this guy? What's his name? Dove, Some... Jonathan Dove. Jonathan Dove. Is it Jonathan Dove? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I think he's. Uh, I think he's in his forties. I'm gonna say forty-two. Do you know him? I think I do. 
Okay. Might not do. That might be someone else completely. I'll go, 50, <laughs> I'll go 56. He's 62. Oh, it's obviously a age since yeah. you last saw him. Crashed. Oil of Ole. That's all gone wrong. Oh, yeah. that, that has changed really things. Swung yeah, around. Paul uh, only six out on that. Charlie, sadly, 20 oh, out on no. that one. Disaster. So oh, the score Max now is cheering. Paul, <laughs> he is, isn't he? Paul is on 42. <laughs> Charlie, 54. 12 in it, two to go. Oh, I, was okay. I was coasting then. I was I'm coasting. next. Yeah, you, you did have a bit of a cigar on. Let's see what happens uh, now. Oh, well. Happy birthday to the actor. He used to be in Zed Cars, believe it or not. John Woodvine. John Woodvine. And every year his family invite me to help make a Texas-style brisket barbecue. There's nothing I enjoy more than smoking with a pack of Woodvines. <laughs> I'd say... Um, <laughs> One for the teenagers. Well, he's got to be old. He's in Zed Cars. He's got to be old. John, with respect. He could have been the, one of the kids in it, but... Um, it's got to be at 87. Yeah, 87. up there, weren't you? What are we going, thinking, Charlie? 92. 92. John Woodvine. Oh, John Woodvine is 92. Oh! oh. oh. Hey, that's impressive. <laughs> Banger! Oh. Uh, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Well, it tightens things up. Uh, yeah. With one to go, mm. there is seven in it. Paul is on 47 and yeah. Charlie is on 54. Now, for this final one, Jonathan are we going to get the guys to write the... Write the guesses down. Are we gonna? Are we gonna do that? Do you want to do this? Want to go with this one now? Do we write the guesses down? Although, yeah, I suppose if I go first, doesn't that have the same effect? I think we only did that once because it was a draw. Whereas I think if I go first, oh, that, oh that's the way it goes, isn't it? Because if you I, could just go one yeah, under yeah. me and then you've won it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I won't yeah. do that. So I'll go first. I think okay. that that probably does it. I'm uh, looking at the producer. He doesn't care. Well, producer, he's got his coat on. He's, he's got his bag. Taking, taking <laughs> it seriously. He just wants to get the hell out of here. So um, he's got better things to do, apparently. So, uh, so anyway, I'll go first, Charlie. We'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, OK. One. Yeah, here we go then, Andy. Last OK, uh, very, our final birthday of the day. Uh, she's the London, she's the editor, rather, of the London Review of Books. Oh. Or she was from 92 to 21, just retired. Now a consulting editor. It's Mary Kay Wilmers. Mary Kay mm. Wilmers and her husband Fred was always locking himself out. <laughs> yeah. He used to wait the whole street. <laughs> I don't think I'll bother to do it, but you know what's coming. Uh, what did he do? Wilmers! <laughs> yeah, he did always shout that. Yeah. I'd say, well, giving up that gig, I mean, you could probably do it from 92 to that sort of age. 69, I'm going to go for. Mm, yes, 69. London Review of Books. London Review of Books. You could do it into your dosage. 69. I need to. I need to sort of be seven away from you anyway to try yeah. and win, don't eight, I? So eight really. Eight to try yeah. and win. You so higher. What did you say? Than, Sixty. I went sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. I'm gonna say the other way. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Okay, Andy Jacobs. <laughs> Mary Kay Wilmers is eighty-three. Hey! Charlie wins by one. Oh, thrilled. Oh, what a great result. He'll be crashing. He won by one and he lost the right jokes. He's ruined the Airbnbs in now. He'll be shocking the TV out of it.
What's wrong with you? And he's saying, just leave it, OK. Just leave it. You don't understand. Oh, good luck. Well done, Charlie. Congratulations. Well, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing the game. You it's know, a tremendous, uh, tremendous, well played. And uh, I look forward to next week's battle. I'm looking you. forward to it now, Paul, yeah. yeah so no re- don't do any research. No, I, uh, no. Oh, no. Uh, thank, thank you, Jeff. Uh, we'll uh, catch up with you next week. Well uh, done. Fantastic game. Paul will be getting in your head now, Charlie. Oh, yeah. Now he's behind. <laughs> we, we, know, we know how this works. But well done, Charlie. Brilliant. Thanks, Jeff. Phone him up Wednesday Brilliant. night. Cheers, Andy. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yes, see you tomorrow. Cheers. Yes. So there we are. Charlie oh, is the winner of the birthday spread. Congratulations to him. Well, I... I I told you it was in my wheelhouse. It was a yeah. lot closer than I thought it was going to yeah. be, and also a lot more stressful. Than I, I thought it was going to be. I think you t- you took uh, yeah. Max is basically I, now the world number three according <laughs> to one of the listeners. It's very good. Spread. The way you can try and work it out is when was you go with actors, especially you go well. When was Zeg cars on? Yeah, you know, sixties. So they'll have probably been at least in their mid twenties when they were in that, and then you sort of have to work it out from there, don't you? I suppose. But yeah, indeed, look. I don't know. You're very, very good at it. And it's a great fun game, isn't it? Yeah, we enjoy Play it. Play with all your friends. Just time for a quickie from Paul Forrestal, the Chelsea fan who's been in touch. We asked about things you take away with you on holiday for oh, no yeah. apparent reason whatsoever. Uh, Paul says that my father-in-law insisted on bringing his deer stalker hat with him <laughs> to Fuerteventura. Ventura. He put it on as soon as we landed in 38 degrees. You must have been the only person ever to walk through their airport with the uh, odd-looking head receptacle, oh, I would yeah. imagine. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a great look. The deer stalker's always a good... Always good look, isn't it? Oh, look, look, Charlie and Paul, Jim in Torquay. I used to watch Gordon's Alive in the piazza in Torquay. So a fan. People Gordon's remember you doing all those old used to know Alex, the drummer. Alex Pamplin, yeah, he was a very, very good drummer. Oh. Him and the guitarist. Let's bring them back. Good. Let's get Gordon's no, let's Alive not. back on They're the done. road. They're Let's done. Put, no. Blues Brothers. Let's put there's, you back on the road. There's no call for it. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. Charlie, it's been a, a, a pleasure. a lovely week, Paul. Um, Thank you very much. See you next Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you're back at the weekend? Back on back on Saturday, yeah, with uh, Mark Smith on Saturday and Barry Glendinning on Sunday, because Max is away, so I am Max this oh, weekend. Marvellous. And I'll see uh, you on Tuesday. Andy Jacobs alongside me uh, tomorrow. And uh, that's it. Candy, not Candy Jacobs. Not Candy. Not candy maybe no. it is Candy Jacobs. She's not in the Olympics, so maybe it is. But anyway, if you can't listen, podcasts will be available at the same time. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.